de, de, de Colores Radio. De, de, de Colores Radio. Bienvenidos. Welcome to De Colores Radio. I'm your host, Eva Arreguin. It's been a minute. This is actually, I believe, episode 95. Uh, it has been a while since we last recorded. Um, after recording our previous episode, a lot of really heavy stuff happened here in the world, specifically the United States. Um, there was a, a terrible tragedy in Buffalo. And then I think like a week later, um, one pretty close to home here in Uvalde, Texas. And I think that kind of sent me into a state of shock, even though I feel like we've all been in a state of shock for the last two and a half years, almost three years. Um, and so as much as I wanted to record the day after, which is what our schedule initially said, I realized I didn't have the capacity to do so. And I needed to just like mourn and feel it. Um, and then recently, we've seen a lot with, um, you know, people's reproductive rights being taken away and the COVID numbers are back up again. And so it's just starting to feel um, really intense once again. Um, and I believe that the United States has the highest inflation rate in the last 40 years as well. So literally, it feels like nothing is going right. And at the same time, I always want to remind you all, or I always come back to the beauty of um, of art and connected spaces and being together with one another, because it feels like that is what keeps us hopeful and motivated um, and maybe even joyous. So I also want to say thank God for antidepressants <laughs> because they're working and I'm here again and I'm with you all and we miss recording with you all, but I definitely, um, you know, a lot has happened and I, I always want to address that and I'll, I'll try to address it a little more later. Um, but I truly don't want to um, use this kind of comeback episode to consume ourselves in that. Um, however, I hope we are finding you in a moment of peace, um, or we can all bring each other some hope and joy. Thank you all for listening. I am your host, Eva Arreguin, and this is De Colores Radio. I think I already said that. Hello. That's what happens when you go off script, girl. This past episode, we brought in two of the most brilliant people I personally know, um, artist and podcast padrino Justin Favela and Dallas historian Stephanie Drinka. Both are people I've known for the majority of the De Colores journey, and it's honestly been a pleasure to learn from and grow with both. Uh, Justin actually has a new book you can order covering the last 10 years of his career, and you can order that. Look at me plugging my boo at risoriso.me. That's a website because not all of them need orgs or comms. We're in the future now, baby. 
Um, I was interviewed for this, so you know it's going to be good. Um, but it's actually being done by some really amazing people. So shout out to Edith and Jimmy and Ryan, um, all the beautiful people that saw the magic in our friend. And go support our favorite Latino podcast king today. Um, I also want to shout out Stephanie, of course, because she continues to share um, her platforms and her adoption story in favor of reproductive rights. And it is deeply powerful work. So if you want to find and support more of her work, you can do that at DallasAsianHistory.org. Um, I think pride happened after we recorded. A lot has happened after we recorded. But I hope you know that those months aren't months to us. It's life. It's forever. It's celebrating life as much as we can, especially in this day and age. Um, but things, of course, continue shifting in our world. And I believe I'll be bringing in our full De Colores team here shortly um, to check in with how they're doing and present to you a new member um, before we get into our interview. Yay! I did want to let you know that we want to keep this episode as short and sweet as possible. <laughs> Which back in the day, I would say that and then the episode would be three hours long. I ain't playing like that anymore. I have boundaries now. Have you heard of those? I barely learned about them. Um, but I am, uh, I'm trying to give myself a break away from the computer. <laughs> to also go live my life. So we're, we're going to keep it short and sweet. We're still going to make it as magical as possible because there's a lot of brilliant people with us um, always. And I want to share that this episode um, is going to also be sharing with you all that we're having, we're part of an event happening in Oak Cliff on July 28th. Um, of course, unfortunately, the stats and numbers have gone up ever since this was like announced. And so um, it is something that's a bit nerve wracking. So I highly encourage folks to wear masks and or test before coming to anything we do ever from now on. Um, but I am very excited to be there with a special intern that we have that I'm about to introduce to you all. Um, and we'll have some merch on deck and then Gepika is going to be there. And most importantly, the amazing Sancha, who is our guest today. But before we get into the details of this amazing event, I uh, mentioned this being a comeback episode and we want you to get to know us more. Um, so please feel free to check out our brand new website done by the amazing graphic designer, Jessica Sanchez at decoloresco.com. There's a lot more exciting stuff coming on there, but life is life y'all. So roll with us patiently. Um, I do want to remind you all that you can support us directly and get the inside scoop as well at patreon.com slash decoloresco. So shout out to our squirrel friends, homies, and rider dies. Become one today. All right. That's a lot of words. Where's Pat? Can I bring Pat in here? Because I'm, whoo, I ain't done this in a minute. Hey, how's it going, sis? Oh, what if I just like broke down crying? <laughs> Same. We both do. No, yeah. I'm like, I, I feel like I've said that before, but it is kind like, of the mood. Yeah, it's cancer season and that full moon hit yesterday. I don't even want to talk about yesterday. That's how bad it was. Um, <laughs> but before we jump into the meme mood um, and what I am calling personal juice, I do want to uh, take a minute to honor the lives of folks that have been impacted in the recent tragedies. 
Um, the overturning of Roe v. Wade, which is like wild and we've discussed many times here. Um, and the fact that we're living it is still a little bit unreal, but also I feel like for Texans, we've already kind of adjusted to some degree with the like bullshit, unfortunately. <laughs> um, so it was not fully surprising, but it's just definitely surreal. Um, I... I just want to state as most of these issues in the United States and global, globally, um, it is root caused by white supremacy. And this is exactly what they have planned for us. And it's actually um, incredibly tragic to see um, whether it's black elders in a supermarket or young Latino kids in a school that white supremacy and male violence is the root um, and I never want us to forget that, right? I think it's really easy to get um, kind of pinpointy with it. However, seeing recently this released video from the school campus where you see cops fist bumping and uh -huh. putting hand sanitizer on, there are not enough words to truly express the anger and disgust that we should have with the entire policing system. There's a lot of people that I've been like disturbed or uncomfortable with saying, but I hope that that showed you exactly who they are mm -hmm. if you weren't already radically on board. Um, that is why we say defund the police because that is the shit they're doing. They have never protected us. They will never protect mm -hmm. us. And they're agents of white supremacy. And we're seeing both our elders with wisdom and our youth with future be murdered at its hands. I don't say that to trigger anyone or to make anyone feel down. I just don't understand how we can ignore it. And, yeah. and we, we will never do that. Um, but I did just want to have a moment for that. And, and honestly, the same applies to reproductive rights as well. And I say that in a way that does not include just femme-focused language, but gender at large, right? Because things like abortion affect everyone, not mm -hmm. just um, cis het women. And I want to make that clear because it is the same tool of patriarchy, right? In controlling people's bodies and honestly destroying a lot of lives in whatever way they want to. Um, Pat, do you have anything you want to say before we jump into the more positive part of this episode? I know that's really heavy, yeah. but I could not, I could not address, I could not not address that, um, especially as we move forward. Yeah, no, I also just wanted to mention um, there was also like, unfortunately, a, a black young youth, like a young kid here in, in Albuquerque that was unfortunately murdered by police recently as well. I know they're trying to raise funds, which I'll probably put in the notes if people want to donate because they set a house on fire and that's how he died was the fumes. Mm -hmm. um, and they were trying to say that there was a warrant and stuff. So I do want to put links for the GoFundMe for his family's for his funeral ex expenses and things like that. Um, and then for the housing that was burned down because of police's like stupid acts of violence to the black community. Yeah. So Brett Rosenal is also in my thoughts and his family as well. We'll take a breath because this is really heavy stuff. Um, 
Yeah. Yes, most definitely. Um, I, I think that the thing that is, is perhaps draining a lot of us in the work is that like, it hasn't stopped at all. No. Um, and like this podcast was founded to reclaim our voices and now we are also tired and that is heartbreaking to me. Mm -hmm. um, and so I obviously, I think we're, we're pivoting in different ways and I'm sure we'll share more in the future. Um, but I wanna say that, I, I think that is why spaces of love and joy and taking care of ourselves are so crucial right now Most because definitely. we are already like on the edge. Yeah. And I actually, and I'm not trying to plug ourselves, but I'm going to plug ourselves. I just finished writing a blog about my mental health and like um, how my medicine, I think, saved my life because it, it's been so bad. And uh, and I think it's crucial for, for folks of color or for queer folks um, to, to take care of ourselves because obviously this country doesn't want to. Um, yeah. And I think I think that's the most radical act of all at the moment. Who, Lord Jesus. No, I, I definitely right. agree, though. We've been doing a lot of stuff, even with reflecting on the zine, we're seeing what we've done and where Hello. we are. That's true. That zine is going to be fire. <laughs> oh, God, we're going to keep going. All right. Where is the rest of my team? Can we get our lovely, uh, uh, our new shout out to our intern? We have a new intern with us. Um, the beautiful Leslie. We also have our OG, <laughs> Jeremy. I love working with all introverts. I love working with introverts. Uh, I've I've learned to warm up a little bit, but this is um, Leslie. It first took time you five years, and I'm very proud of you. <laughs> uh, Jeremy, yeah. you've met us before. The the people have met you before. How is our our tech producer editor doing? I'm doing good. <laughs> He's like underwater. He's like, I don't want to talk. Wait, can you hear me? Yeah, mm -hmm. it sounds a little bit rough, but we can. Oh, really? Uh, you okay. sound really muffled. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and you mute sound you like you don't sound want like, our tech producer to what, Petty? He sounds like he's at a drive-thru and the microphone's all janky at the ordering area. And he's okay. also underwater. <laughs> um, however, I also want to introduce our beautiful new intern, Woo. Leslie. Welcome to the Colores Radio. We're so excited Whoa. for you to be a part of the team. <laughs> Tell us about yourself. Well, I'm 20 years old. Um, I've been listening to the Colores for a while now. I even told Eva that I I wrote a zine and I envisioned myself talking to them on the podcast. So oh. now I'm so excited oh. to be here. Oh, I'm <laughs> crying. That's well, look at this wonderful moment. Yeah. It's just it's a it's a poetry zine, but I can share it with you. <laughs> oh, we we absolutely want to see it even more yes. so because it's poetry. I, well, I go ahead, baby. I was gonna say I was. I'm just really excited to be here because I love to have pre um, representation through y'all. Like y'all were the ones who encouraged a lot. Honestly, hmm. I'm just excited. Well, we're glad to have you on board. You have a lot of brilliance and big things going for you yourself. Your passion is uh, exhilarating. It's definitely inspiring, and I'm excited um, for you to be a part of the team. Um, 
I think this means it's time for everyone's favorite meme mood. I want to give you, our listeners, an insight into our personal energy, into how we are feeling right now, into the reality of our existence. This is what I consider the modern day diary. That's right. We're translating our feelings in the best way we know how. Memes, it's time for meme mood. Leslie, you're freshest here, so we're making you go first. Okay. I don't know if y'all <laughs> seen it. I should have sent Pat the link, but it's it's, okay. it's a TikTok and they're like supposedly vaping on a chihuahua's ear. They're like, vape no <laughs> chihuahua. I haven't seen it. That sounds so good. I want to watch it. Yeah. Okay, well, you'll have to send us the link. So you feel like um, the chihuahua or the person smoking the chihuahua? I feel like the person smoking the chihuahua. Okay, fair. Yeah, I mean, I'm, just, I'm with my dog always, so I'm just like, I feel it. I mean, I'm not a vapor, but... Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. I'm excited to watch it. I'm definitely pro Chihuahua memes. Um, Patty, what do you got for us? All right. So um, let me set the mood. Things have been rough. So for me, I love a lot of astronomy stuff. I love knowing about the full moons and all that. And I got real excited with the news of NASA releasing those images from the um, from the Webb telescope. Um, but with that said, the memes that have come from it are some of the best memes that I've seen this week that have really gotten me through some, through this week. Um, so the one I that's probably my first personal fave, um, a lot of people are using pictures from the images and showing the galaxy and then using that an image of Juan Gabriel singing, wearing one of his iconic outfits that's like super sparkly and gold. Um, right. So that's the one that I want to use as my meme mood. I also saw one with Beach House with like Homer sitting on his car, just oh looking at the galaxy. And I was like, I feel that too. But yeah, no, so this is my meme mood right now. Very much in my feels, Fanga, galaxy, like everything feels like the world's on fire. But at least we know like we're like just little bitty things in this big ass galaxy. Mm, thank you, Pat. Thank you indeed. Um, do you do you have my meme mood by chance? I do. I'm bringing I, it up I saw right a now. meme. I saw a meme with the galaxy meme. <laughs> a meme also, within a meme? Wait, for historical context, we've also seen some great memes with emojis on Twitter <laughs> lately. And then some other ones with Usher's tiny desk. That one took over last week. So <laughs> oh, I did. I like to state those for historical context. Okay, for our archives. Absolutely. That is what's happening in meme history in 2022. Um, I have always loved frogs. Uh, I think Pat thought I was weird for it as a kid, but I think it makes sense as an adult. You are definitely so a frog queen. I just think they're cute. And I learned later on that they have spiritual meanings and it made more sense. But there's this little bougie frog <laughs> with little hearts and a cute little purse moment and a bow on. And it says, I'm too much question mark go find less. And I've never agreed with a frog more. <laughs> you I honestly need this print. You need it. Is it a print? Can I buy it? I don't know. I hope the artist, whoever it is, we need to look them up. I hope they're selling it because this is pretty, pretty It's great. been going circulating. So they mm -hmm. definitely deserve. Yeah. I well, I don't think our Jeremy has a meme. 
but I am glad that we have our meme moods today. I do have one. Oh, oh dang. He came All right, let us have it. Let us have it. Let me share my screen. And your mic sounds great. Yes, it sounds lovely. <laughs> well, it was, it's a cable. I, I didn't know if it was going to work or not, but I just took a we, chance. We love DIY um, podcast moments. Well, I'll describe it until I guess she can pull it up. If she if she's able to, so pretty much it's this meme account that's for like graphic designers and stuff, and so um, it's like a comic strip, and it's pretty much like this this girl she like is climbing onto a beach and she's like you know coming out of the water, and then she's just like looking around, and obviously like she it's like a deserted island, she's like stranded, she's like looking around, there's like rocks and stuff, and so she's like trying to pick up the rock, and she puts like help. And then literally she's like watching the planes go by and nobody's helping her. So then she's like looking at the rocks and she's like rearranging and then she puts like logo and website, $10 only. And then everybody's like literally coming out of the woodworks to help her. Looking like, damn, like, damn, that's real. I also like really how she is, has, yeah. for whatever reason, she has a fat ass and big chichis. So that definitely adds another layer to this meme. I know that wasn't your focus, but I cannot help it. <laughs> that was literally the first thing I thought. But I, I was like, "Damn, it. she got a BBL on the beach or what?" <laughs> oh, oh sorry, Jeremy. No, it's I, okay. sorry. <laughs> but the meme is good. It the is a good, good. meme. Support your local graphic designer. I was. I saw that. I was like, I couldn't stop laughing. I was just <laughs> like, "Wow, this is so true." Oh my goodness. All right. Well, those are our me moods for today. I think we did our brief check-in. Leslie and Jeremy, do you have anything else to add in? Anything you're looking forward to? <laughs> I'm just looking forward to all the new the Colores events going on. Hey. Just to be in person. But also, can you talk your shit just a little bit? Because you've been um doing your own thing for a while as well tell us more about your own personal projects and um you're you're very a big advocate for the for the local music scene and music latin music in general yes so i'm a big music um person i love music ever since i was little i grew up around it and then i started listening to people around here it started off with Luna Luna and then I started and then branched out to Pretty Boy Aaron and I was like wait these people are really good like I really want to give them some type of exposure you know help them out mm -hmm. and then I started my own music blog um, interviews I did it late with late 2019 and then the pandemic hit so it kind of fell off, but I'm trying to get back on that. But I've been doing concert photography for a good while now. So I think that's how I, I do my part of exposing artists that way. And, and your photos are really good, by the way. <laughs> you also need to hype up at how great your all your pictures are. Because I know I miss going to shows all the time in Dallas and just like shows in general. And even the pictures you posted when you were in L.A. And then the Omar show, I think, was another one that I was like, oh, man, these photos are so good. Yeah. Um, like all these artists that I listen to and go to shows up. I'm like, I've been there since the beginning. Like, I'm just so proud to see how big these artists get as well. But thank you for <laughs> your Listen, 
Uh, we always say it takes, it takes, uh, we call them fangirls, right? It takes fangirls. Y'all have the power to make stars shine like dead ass. So you, I also even. I was like, I feel like I was like, I won was that person <laughs> still probably am a little bit. So it's I feel very that. much a necessary part of the music industry. So I also want to uh, always hype you up and remind you of your worth. Um, whether you're our intern or not. So thank you for being on board. We're, we're excited to have you. Pat, do you have anything else to add for your check-in? If not, we're going to get ready for our interview. Um, nope, I don't have anything really. Just been working a lot on different projects. And um, I sprained my ankle over the break, but... That was, the only thing. Yeah, that was like the most sad update. I don't like that. Uh, also, it's National Non-Binary Awareness People's Day. So, hey, not shout awareness. out to me. Is it awareness? This is Non-Binary Awareness Week, but it's Non-Binary okay. People's Day today. So I think I have out. a problem with like the phrase awareness weeks because like what are y'all doing about it? I mean, like, there is conversations on the internet and stuff about it, but maybe we need to do more. I know. I, I mean, I didn't even know it was happening until I saw somebody else today. And you're like, it's my week, bitch. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I love that. Well, great. Thanks for sharing, Pat. There's a lot going on over here, y'all. And I am truly just doing my best. I am very grateful for the opportunities. I am. I will plug this before we before we wrap the juice is uh, I did a candy bundle collab with Kepika and and it's, it's so been good. really fun it is. and exciting. I highly recommend it. <laughs> Yay! I didn't make them say this, y'all. No, I literally have all of the queers of Albuquerque. Not the queers of Albuquerque. I know, literally every function I take it, and then people keep eating it, and then they're like, oh my God, where's this from? Period. <laughs> God bless. Look at you. Well, thank it's you. Right shout, out, shout out to anybody who's purchased a bundle. Go to kpikacandy.com. Um, and get one today and shout out to the queers of Albuquerque because <laughs> we appreciate the love. Um, yes, lots of exciting things coming. I think that's all we have and we can go to our break. Yay. Hello, this is our commercial break where I am here to encourage you to subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash Co. You can also donate to us at decoloresradio.com slash donate. We've been doing all this amazing work for over four years. We deeply need your support and your help. You can get all the exciting BTS videos, all the cringy moments in between each segment on our patreon so subscribe today thanks hey everyone it's eva here with the colores radio and i wanted to do my own little promo for a company i really enjoy and believe in i am an ambassador so i am not biased but it is actually my favorite mexican candy in the game right now it is dfw texas based and it ships nationwide that is Pica candy I am a literal sucker for the Kepika Gushers and their rim dip. They satisfy that little sour, spicy, sweet craving, and it's got just the right amount of everything. I absolutely love their products, and I hope that you all use my coupon code EVA15 at checkout for a little discount, and I promise you won't regret it. Check it out at KepikaCandy.com and follow them at Candy. Super fast shipping, so good. Check it out today. Thanks, bye. 
Welcome back. Today, we are very happy to have with us here the one and only Sancha. By subverting the tropes of popular culture from her Mexican roots to make something new, Sancha has managed to make an impact on the music world thanks to a highly original sound that encapsulates who she is. With her ongoing singles, single series, Procession, Sancha's essential voice is not only evident, but proves why she is a unique presence in the music industry. With an incredible rise over the years, she appeared in the 2019 edition of the Red Bull Music Festival Los Angeles, where she presented an original work titled La Luz de la Esperanza, a song cycle where Sancha flipped the script on the classic telenovela tale. The resulting album was positively reviewed on Pitchfork with an 8.0, describing how Sancha effortlessly, effortlessly effortlessly, ooh, that took a lot of effort, mixing Spanish and English, acoustic and electronic sounds, rock riffs and towering operatic vocals. Her voice is in fact a revelation immensely powerful, which evokes wondrous beauty as she plums the depths of tragedy. Ooh, someone was writing that day. The advocate also named her a woman for all of us to watch in 2020. Through the release of Off Her Throne, Sancha enjoyed more popularity and coverage. In 2022, the Los Angeles Times published, published a feature on her detailing her life story, identity, and music career so far. Under the headline, Trust Your Ears When You Hear Sancha Sing. They declare Sancha sings from a divine place. Sancha has also made some significant appearances in other media, including an episode on the second season of Star's TV series, Vida, where she appears giving a passionate live performance. She also made a special appearance in country music powerhouse Casey Musgrave's movie, Starcross, the film, where she makes an appearance on screen, belting it out in a church. There is absolutely so much more to add and learn, but we are so thrilled to have you with us today and then live again in Dallas here at the Wild Detectives on July 28th. Please welcome to De Colores Radio, the beautiful Sancha. Hola. Yay. Hi. <laughs> How are you? Good. How's it we going? We just had a beautiful moment before the episode where mm -hmm. Sancha taught me how to get my 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 titties right <laughs> and so i just need to preface that for our listeners because i have to go from that to very normal while reading your bio but we are so glad to have you here i'm glad to be here well i have to start i usually like to hear from the beginning where does mm -hmm. where does your story begin where does it begin um i guess i always um start talking about when I met my drag mother in San Francisco mm. um, because the first performance I ever did um, at an art show that she curated mm -hmm. like kind of started like this whole wave of like wow. I've, I never stopped performing since then mm. you know um, and it's beautiful. just been like one thing after another after another after another um, I love it so I always I always credit that moment um, can we can we name your drag mother? I want to give I want to yes. give her credit as well. My drag mother's Persia. Ooh, she lives Donna. in San Francisco, but Beautiful. is from South Central LA. Nice. So, what year was that? How old were you? I want to know, like, where were you in that moment? I think it was like 
2011 or 12. Mm. Um, and I was 22. I remember meeting them when I was 22. Uh-huh. And they were all about to turn 30. So they were freaking out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and they were like bullying me for being 22. Of course, a baby. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, but, you know, I was always doing like, like my drag mother would perform at this bar called Esta Noche. Mm. and it would happen every Thursday and Saturday and Saturdays they had two shows and it was always like kind of a procession just um, starting at Esta Noche with Uh the Queens and it was like one of the few Latino gay bars in San Francisco Um, so she would perform and then we would walk all the way to the Castro and then drink some more and then come all the way back for the 11 o'clock show. Oh, I live. The visual is stunning. Yeah. And we imagining it and we'd be in heels, you know, and like walking for blocks. (laughs) The full garb. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I love it. And so from then that journey on, was she the one that was like, Hey, you have to perform. Um, and, And did you already know you had such a powerful voice before that? Um, well, I was already making my own music. I had like, okay. you know, little backtracks that I had made. And mm-hmm. I told her I was a singer and she never heard me sing. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, oh, I have this art show. You might as well sing. You're a singer, right? So I was like, yeah, I'll do it. Um, <laughs> and, you know, and since then, like, you know, it grew even more. I had a band, joined a band, started working with like a producer mm-hmm. and you know, little things like that started having all these falling outs with people and, you know, I mean, all the drama. Yeah, that's how it goes. Why does it's, it always happen that way? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's just like all a part of the journey. And, mm. and Persia was always there. We we were really like party girls, you know. I love it. You, so, you kind of have to be to, to be yeah. in that world. Like it's part of the gig. Yeah. And, and most of the things that she taught me were like, Oh, Sancha, when you go into this bar, you're going to make friends with everybody. And the bars mm. in San Francisco are tiny, but, right. you know, like we'd get drunk with everyone, make friends with everyone. And then by the end of the night, we'd have like, you know, maybe like new gig things. We'd always be like, you know, trying to get around. Right. Um, and, you know, and if we showed up places, we always showed up to show out, you know, as you should. Yeah. And, <laughs> And in San Francisco, we didn't have like, like now, you know, I have my friend who's a stylist and Mm -hmm. custom does my custom and stuff like that. But in San Francisco, we did everything. Um, Yourself. Yeah. And did you have the name Sancha already or did that kind of come along? Okay. And and where did that come from? Um, So one day uh, my mom was telling my Filipino best friend at the time, Mm -hmm. um, she was telling her what a Sancho was because I'm dead. <laughs> because my friend, <laughs> my friend's boyfriend was calling our gay best friend the Sancho, and she didn't know what that meant. That is so funny. And so I it somehow like stuck with me and I wrote it down. And I always had a notebook with me. So I wrote it down, separated the words, <laughs> and I was like, I'm not going to call myself Sancha. But then, like, a couple weeks later, I looked back at it, and I was like, no, that's it. I'm about like, to call myself Sancha. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I had separated it because, um, like, San Francisco, San Jose, that's mm-hmm. all, like, a prefix for a saint. 
Right, of course. That's where I love the double meaning because uh -huh. I'm like, okay, let's go. And there had been all this like, I think at that time was like when, do you remember the Tiger Woods had like these famous mistresses? Oh, do I? That uh -huh. thing took over 2009. It was Yeah, with the deal. like visors and yeah. everything. Um, so it, it was all around that time that I was like, oh, I think this is a good thing. I'm <laughs> <laughs> A shout out to Tiger Woods mistresses. Uh -huh. maybe? I don't know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that is amazing. Okay, so I'm glad that the double meaning is intentional because even in I, I saw you know the clip with um, that you did for Casey Musgraves, which mm -hmm. is amazing. I'd love to hear more about that. But it is you're like in you're like an apparatus. You're like an angel. Like 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 a such a powerful spirit there. And I'm like, no. it is sainthood. Like yeah. whether whether it was intentional or not, the voice you carry absolutely has um, that kind of power to it. And so it's mm -hmm. and it's a play on it, right? It's kind of fun yeah. and saying, hey, we're we're queer and Latino and whoever the fuck we want to be as well. Exactly, exactly. I love it. Well, then, how did you find comfortability in the power of your both your voice and your image? Because I think. For you, they go so hand in hand. You you present some of the most stunning visuals in yourself and your work. Mm -hmm. um, I think a big part of it was like um, being in parties, being mm. really drunk, and you know, like <laughs> not not really caring at that point, and like having no shame for a minute, and just completely doing yourself for a while. Right. And like you know, I had shows where I was like maybe blacked out and like <laughs> honestly i appreciate the honesty because people uh -huh. don't say this but that's what really goes down yeah and i'd be drunk almost at every shows and like screaming like i did a lot of screaming um even though i was singing you know um but i don't think i trusted my voice very mm. well when i was in san francisco and um i had like I did college for like two years mm -hmm. and then dropped out and I, it was the first time I'd learned like classical music stuff mm. um, in, it was college? Really in college. Okay. And it was kind of hard for me because everyone else came from some kind of like musical privilege. Like they'd all right. been playing piano since they were five and the things access. like that. Mm -hmm. um, and not me. Like I came from a public school, like they almost, took out our, our music program when all the budget cuts happened. Of course. That's the first thing to go is art. Exactly. So um, I thought when I was taking like classical lessons, I was like, they're trying to change me. Mm. And I hated it, you know? And, and you recognize that already. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Like, they're trying to change how I'm singing. Like, wow. that's not me. Um, and you know, and it wasn't until years later that I left the Bay Area and went to Mexico. And mm. then um, my aunt, so my grandparents had passed like five years before I went to Mexico, maybe, mm. or maybe three years before. Mm -hmm. And I have an aunt who um, never got married, never had kids. She stayed with them till the end. And oh. she's my, my actual like uh, madrina from baptism um, so my mom had joked like maybe you should go and keep her company because you know i 
come home to my mom and it'd be after like partying and she'd, right. she'd know I was partying. She's like, you smell like tequila. Uh -huh. You're like, damn it. I know. Uh -huh. She was like, you need to reform yourself. And oh, one day no. she like, one day she jokingly was like, you should stay with your tia Luz. And I was like, actually, I Not will. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I left the Bay and then went to Mexico because I, I also had friends in Mexico City, so I was like, I'm going to end up moving to Mexico City. Mm. And I went to Mexico with my aunt, and she was like, girl, you're tore up. Like, I'm I, <laughs> like That's the power so <laughs> of the senora. Yeah. They she will was tell like, you to your face. I don't know what's wrong with you, but like, oh, whatever you were doing there is not working out, and oh, you need gosh. to start singing rancheras. And... Um, at that point, I had like tried singing some like um, Lola Beltran and stuff mm, like that, and didn't uh -huh. feel confident. And she had like one of those iPods with the wheel and everything. Classic. And I was like, I had taken all my recording equipment, um, which was a small amount of recording equipment that could right. fit in a tiny bag. Um, but I took it and was like, you know what? Fine, I'll make you some covers. And hey. so um, I did like Por Un Amor. I did like a track that she wanted me to sing. Um, I want this covers album now. It, it's it's on SoundCloud. It's, <laughs> okay, I'm like, I will find it. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, I did the mariachi sounds with like little synths. I love and then it. like, you know, in, in Por Un Amor, there's the part where the mariachi men sing, Ay corazón. Mm. No sufras más. Hmm. So I did like my voice, and my tia didn't believe that it was me. Wow. And, um, you know, played the guitar on there. And then um, when I showed them the music, because I could burn CDs at that time, um, they all were good era. They were all just obsessed and oh, they, wow. they started passing it around to the people in the town. Hmm. And then my uncles from back here in the states were like send me a copy ah, and, and like so, see i got some exactly <laughs> i love it and so then people would come over and they'd ask me to get my guitar and start singing and things like wow. that um so then i left to mexico city for a little bit and i had this neighbor who was um very much like a a hippie he was mm -hmm. like we only need to know like three songs and we can go sing um, at restaurants around, you know, in Centro and Roma. And where they we were ready we for money. you. Yeah. yeah. And so we went, he learned like three of the songs and we were singing rancheras at like little restaurants, taquerias, like wow. all that stuff. Were you doing it at night while partying también? No, no, no. This is all during okay. the day. Okay. I was like, I feel like the night crowd after some drinks would eat it right up. I know, right? I should have, <laughs> but I was partying at that time. So. Yeah, that's okay. You got to do both. <laughs> exactly. And so I did that for a minute. And mm. I feel like then singing outside, I it libre, you know, it was like mm -hmm. kind of where I had a big break. I was like, oh, shit, this is how I want to keep singing. Wow. And, and it kind of felt like my voice just like completely opened. Mm. Um, so then at a certain point I was like I'm going back to my tia I don't know what I'm doing out here um, and I never wanted to come back um, but I went back and I wrote um, what is now Capricho del Diablo 
but I wrote a bunch of demos and the whole idea was that I would just use my voice and Mm -hmm. some percussion and that would be all the music. Um, And, and I wanted to sing in that, in that style, the rancheras, Mm -hmm. but also make music that was like cumbia and movida. We love all of them. Yeah. (laughs) And so then I made that and, um, yeah, and I feel like that's that's where I really started like becoming confident in in the voice that I have in mm. like even I was like, oh, maybe these classical lessons would have served a purpose like to sing these rancheras better, you know? Um, but it also is part of your journey, right? Because would you yeah. have pivoted that way had you embraced it so much, you know? Probably not. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm like, no, nah, I think it's part of, of, of your path, right? It led yeah. you to where you needed to be now. Yeah, exactly. So then what brought you back from Mexico to, to LA? <laughs> My mom was like, you need to go pay your taxes. <laughs> ah, <boo. laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck, maybe I should come back. And then I was yeah. like, um, I was also like, struggling to even send people any wave files any mm. kind of like stems for the music right so i was on a farm yeah yeah like there's no internet there's no yeah. way of getting internet they'd be like oh you can call this one person and they'll install internet and they like never called us back it's not even, guaranteed it wasn't right. a real number like yeah. <laughs> You're like, damn it, I got to go back. Yeah, I was like, if I want to release this music, I got to go back. And I had friends who made it really easy for me. Mm. They were like, come here, stay with me. They let me share beds with them, you know, Aww. like, um, they were like, just as long as you stay here and mm. just want you to, like, succeed, you know? So Aww, that's beautiful. Yeah, so I, I came back and landed in L.A. And that's where you've been. Mm-hmm. that's where I've been and all of these amazing opportunities just kept popping up and you just kept flourishing was was mm-hmm. the Casey Musgraves uh moment like how how did that feel oh that was crazy because we got this um email from what is it called um their production company which is I, I forget the name right now but it basically mm-hmm just means like something that you can't talk about or something right. like okay. I forget yeah, something like that yeah um so it seemed like it wasn't real it was like they wouldn't tell us the name of the artist um All sketchy yeah and you know like we always get spam emails so of we didn't course. answer and then they like messaged again and we took a meeting with them and then um they sent us like um they sent us the what's it called the deck mm-hmm. and the in it thing. was like um something about a church and it was talking about like someone like queen latifah or amanda lapore okay. would be presiding like singing mm. in front of in front of the church and um later i realized that i was the person that was supposed to be either Queen Latifah or Amanda Lepore. Hello, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. amazing. And I thought that I would just be in the audience. And then mm. um, we had a call with them, like a last-minute Zoom call. They That ended up being an audition. Oh, nice. They asked me to listen to the song through Zoom because they couldn't 
let they couldn't let me have it yet because it wasn't released. Oh um, shit! And I had to sing it back to them. That's a lot of pressure. What? How are you feeling in that? I I mean, so I had been having drinks for my friend's birthday, so you know i'm aventada <laughs> yeah you're like a liquid courage promoter right now yeah. i'm about to have a drink after this exactly i'm In not your honor. <laughs> i live uh-huh. well so uh, how many years were in between that return home to la and then doing something as major as you know casey musgraves um video and you've done I- so many other things major in between but uh, you know that's that's what the bio informed me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got back to LA in 2015, at the end of 2015. Wow. And Casey Musgraves was 2020? Yeah. 2021. Yeah. No, that's amazing. So your journey's been beautiful. Seeing you's been beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. One of the, I think I first heard about you on Latinos Who Lunch, which mm-hmm. is our like Padrino podcast. Oh, um, and I was like, wow, she sounds amazing. Her voice is amazing. Mm-hmm. And then I, the the other component that I mentioned is your image, your visuals, like just you're, you are naturally very stunning, but you provide like such, it's like, it feels like high performance art and I'm here for it. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, wow, <laughs> just so beautiful to look at. And I love the intention you put into all of it. Thank you. Thank you. What is your favorite part about that creative part, the process vis- visually? Performing, yeah, just performing, being on stage, like getting into it. Yeah, even even the songwriting, like sometimes it's stressful. Mm. Sometimes when you're stuck, you're just like I'm a failure, and you know all mm. the drama that comes yeah, in. And, of course, the and you know, and when you're like working on the music, you're like, is it good enough? Do I mm. only think it's good? You know, and yes. there's so much that goes into it, and you know, getting dressed is always stressful because I'm stressed about the show. And no. like, <laughs> so the part where I'm the most happy yeah. is when I'm on the stage. <laughs> and it's all come together already. Exactly. That's real. I appreciate your transparency because mm-hmm. we like to pretend it's easy and it is absolutely it not. It is not. <laughs> Well, then, do you by chance have any um, advice for young artists that are looking for that that motivation to keep going? Because it, it's hard to make it in this industry. I mean, I've had a lot of people come into my life at the right moment and tell me, mm. just keep going. Like, oh. you've got this, just keep going. And it was like moments where I was the most down. I'm like, how can you tell I'm like struggling right now, you know? Right. And they'd yeah. be like, bitch, just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> That's where divine timing comes in, right? And you, you kind of receive these messages from people and it and yeah. it allows you to kind of uh, fall into place in the ways you need to. Yeah. Just All like, right. Well, what can up. we expect from you next? And then I want to play a quick rapid fire game with you if we can. Okay. Um, I'm releasing some singles Yay. and like mini EPs. Nice. It's a series called Processions. Beautiful. Which is like the name. It's taking us into something like a big mm-hmm. ceremony. Oh, I'm um, So these are the processional parts, which mm-hmm. is like I wrote them, you know, in my home studio. I produced them. Nice. Um, you know, and I had the help of my like immediate band members, everyone that's actually around me all the oh. time. 
and um and they're each like they're not a part of like this grand scheme telenovela you know like they're each their own thing (laughs) right right (laughs) um so i'll be releasing those in the couple of months in august september october and i'll be performing in texas Listen, I was about to ask you, mm-hmm. have you performed in Texas? Are you excited to come? Oh, to Texas? yes. Yes. So when I first got to L.A. and started performing my new music, mm-hmm. I had a friend um, who was from Texas here and he had one of his friends come and I performed at his house. So yeah. after that, that person was like, you're coming to South by Southwest. Yeah, of course. And you got to come at, at least once. Yeah, and it was, I think it was just that year, 2016, that mm. I, that we just like took a road trip up to Austin. We did a bunch it. of like little house shows and um, kind of DIY to. stuff around there. And Cute. we did something in Dallas what? at a gallery. Yeah. What? And since then I was like, oh, Dallas, I mean, Texas is beautiful. I'm down to come back. Well, thanks. I'm glad. We're glad you're coming back. We're very excited. We're very excited to be um, a part of this event. And I know Dallas is excited to show you love. Uh, Mm -hmm. We live, we live, we live for for queer artists, Latin artists, combinations, anybody that is their authentic self. We're here for it. And we're so excited for you to, to bring your magic back to us. Yes, I can't wait. Oh, okay, are you ready for my little cheesy Patreon exclusive <laughs> game? Yeah, let's do <laughs> it. Like, is there mm-hmm. anything else you want to share with the Colores today? And where can we find and support your work? You can find me on Instagram. I think that's okay. the easiest way. Of course. Um, but I'm also on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you like to hear your music. Yay. And come find her at the Wild Detectives on July 28th. Sancha, thank you so much for sharing your story with us and being on Decolores Radio today. We have a lot of love and admiration for you, and we look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you for having me. Yay. Aw. Adios. Love you. Bye. (laughs) All right. Here we go. Thank you so much to Sancha for joining us today. What a beautiful path she's paved and honored in her own authenticity and talent. Uh, We are so happy she joined us. So please go listen to her powerful voice. I mean it. You are going to want to hear it. And then you're going to probably cry. And I'm going to be there for you on Dallas. July at in Dallas on July 28th so we can cry together um, but don't forget to buy your tickets at chaskies.com and we'll see you at the Wild Detectives on July 28th woo that means it's time for us to find some grounding to take a breath this episode had a lot of emotion already and uh, I wrote in the self care corner and maybe Pat can share some of uh, their self-care as well i put down this is gonna sound wild i put do drugs if they are for you (laughs) um that is my self-care corner for today it is what i wrote my blog about i do think i also listen to frank ocean's blonded radio which is not helping my case um i I definitely was wondering if you were gonna bring that up (laughs) it just affirmed me and i'm not like woohoo pro all the drugs whatever people can do with their life what they want that's fine 
I'm I'm just saying I understand that we're all coping in different ways. And I am grateful that I have found an antidepressant that works for me. That is what I'm saying. That is what my blog is about because it takes multiple resources, tools, and a lot of personal strength to find balance in one's mental health in these times. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's my self-care is taking my medicine every day. That's what I got. Pat, you got something? I don't even think I sang the thing. Self-care corner. Thank you. (laughs) Patty, give us what you got. If not, you can jump into our next segment. Um, I think for me, what I've been doing while I'm in my search for therapy, because now I have access to that with insurance. Shout out to that. Um, I've been making sure to like get off my phone more and not be on it all on like social media all the time, um, just because it's kind of doom scroll doom scrolling is a thing um so i've been making more time to like read and do that for myself um and with that being said that brings up my black and brown business of the week i definitely want to check out this spot the next time i'm in town but there's this cute um latinx owned bookstore in tyler station called whose books who you could find on instagram at whose books um, they're Oak Cliff's independent family bookstore, um, located at 1300 South Polk Suite 267. I know they had our friend Alex Temblador, um, recently for her book release that she's doing, Half Outlaw. I think they did a talk at Oak Cliff Brewing yesterday. And then they're currently doing, um, for July, their book club book is Women of Life by Cali Fajardo Ansin, who I have recommended in the past for one of my Who You Got recommendations. You know, I love me um, local bookstores and supporting um, small independent bookstores. So that is definitely on our list of places that I want to go see next time I'm in town. Um, So that is my black and brown business of the week. Yay. Thank you, Patty. You're welcome. Um, Well, then... I think that is time, time for, for our final segment. Who you got with the Coco? And I'm actually going to throw our, our lovely intern back into the mix if she's comfortable because I know she's listening to me. Almost definitely. I've never heard of. <laughs> Period. Okay. Where's Lexi, um, actually? Let me bring her up. Thank you. But also, so I'll um, start with mine. Like I said, I've been reading more. I finally read the second book in Bell Hooks um, All About Love series, which was, um, I think it's called um, Communion. That one was really good. It took me a minute to finish that. Um, But the artist I want to recommend, uh, I I honestly, I feel like you'd be into him, Eva. I discovered him last year um, listening to his uh, other album that came out called Use Use for Yourself. His name is IDK, um, also known as ignorantly delivering knowledge. He's based in Maryland. Um, he has oh, a like have heard of- tiny desk concert that came out that I actually had Justin listen to when he was in town and he really liked it, but his new album's called simple. It has like Denzel Curry. The production's really good. So I know um, Jeremy will also be into it. Um, and he currently has a contest right now that you can win a, a like an exclusive game boy that he designed for this album. Um, but that's who I would want to recommend is IDK. Um, he's really cool. You know, I love those like alternative hip hop rappers that be speaking truths. That's who my who you got is. Who's yours? Who's Leslie's? I want to hear everybody's. Wait, so 
who I'm listening to or who I recommend? Yeah, who you who you want who are you listening to? Who do you want to recommend right now? Okay. Well, because I recently saw this artist and I'm gonna be seeing them in the next month and a couple months from now. It's gonna it's gonna be Ed Maverick. I'm I was really... about to say you have to make it. <laughs> I know. I was like, it has to be him. I was like, I feel like I might have mentioned him at one point, but I may have not. I don't know. So give us a little more context for those who don't know Ed Maverick. So Ed Maverick is a Mexican artist from Chihuahua. Um, and he recently started to get really popular this year. Like I have not seen the amount of people that have been talking about him. And he he upgraded his venue in Dallas to the factory and that oh, nice. over 4,000 people. So I'm really proud of him, honestly. Hmm. I've been there from the beginning. I'll be there always. But uh -huh. <laughs> he has an album come out as watchable. And I really recommend people to listen to it. My favorite song off of it is Mantra Dos. And it's just a really chill vibe. But really sentimental in a way nice i'm gonna listen just for you <laughs> thank you <laughs> i you make them sound amazing and i definitely i'm always down to listen to to some good news shit um i don't know if jeremy wants to share one but i am going to share my own so we can wrap the show and keep it short and sweet like i mentioned and then i'm gonna make pat close out the show um, I have been listening to a lot of things, um, but I have to put on for two of my faves. Um, one is a lovely rapper from Memphis, and she has an iconic song that I am considering the song of the summer. Um, and I don't, she's just so Southern and I eat it right up. Um, but it's called FNF or let's go. Cause there's a word that we should not say as non-black folks in there. Um, but her vibe is so fun. I love it. I love hood shit and it's perfect. Um, and then she also made a song with Duke Deuce and I am a Duke Deuce fan as well. Another Southern rapper. Um, he also dropped a new album <laughs> recently. Um, so I'm listening to a lot of that. I'm still listening to bad bunny to be honest. I'm excited for the new Beyonce. I cannot wait for that. Um, so hopefully by next episode, we can discuss some of that goodness. Um, but then there's also other exciting things as well, like uh, a new Doris EP, which I'm very excited about. Ooh, so that yeah. is who I have got. Um, oh, one more. I'm watching on HBO. I'm sorry. I was waiting. I wondered if you were going to bring this up. I'm, I almost forgot. You had me in the first half. Gordita Chronicles. So fun. Ooh, little so cute. So pure. Um, definitely want to see more content like this from places like HBO and more. Um, so I love to see this, um, this narrative of this fat brown girl just living and it's so cute and pure. So that's who I've got. And I think we can wrap the show. Thanks for listening, y'all. See you on July 28th. Y'all better pull up. I have not seen y'all in two and a half years. We're probably going to have some of our classic merch out there. And maybe some new stickers and things. And can, they're going to have a bundle. Yes. You can buy a bundle live. Nobody else will have the opportunity to do that. So pull up and say hi to me and Leslie and maybe Jeremy. And um, give us a hug. Be safe. Wear your masks. Get tested. Don't be grimy nasty. We got to take <laughs> care of each other. 
Patty, wrap it up for us. Okay. Um, And then with that said, I'm just going to mention we did relaunch our website. So you can go check it out now at decolorisco.com. So make sure to to support us. Check it out. Um, You might also see our artist that we manage, Pretty Boy Aaron, on there as well. Um, Major thanks to the Decolores team and the iconic Sancha for stopping by and sharing space with us today. Go support their work. Special thank you to all our squirrel friends, homies, and ride or dies on Patreon. Remember, you too can become a financial supporter of the Decolores family today and get early access to exclusive content on Patreon, like our rapid fire we just had with um, Sancha. We truly cannot go on without your support. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and leave us a darn review. We'd love to keep growing, so if something resonated with you in this episode or you just enjoy our work, please share it with everyone you know. Post it on the gram. Don't be afraid to reach out and follow us at Decolores Co. on all socials. Tweet us. If you find our per- if you enjoy our personal thoughts, you can follow Eva at Eva Arreguin, myself um, at pat.arreguin. Our theme song is Cumbia Anthem by El Dusty. Shout out to Corpitos. Our audio editor is Jeremy Pesina. Our intern is Leslie. Thank you so much for being again for being with us and join us again next time for the Colores Radio. Good job, Patty. We love to see it. I get it. Bye.